And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Dan Mandis, this is Red Eye Radio. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. I host a morning show in Nashville, Tennessee on Super Talk 99.7 WTN, and you can check out uh, that show at 99.7 WTN.com. We're also on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Twitch and um, other outlets as well if you'd like to see that radio show. Now, I have always marveled at the stupidity of environmental protesters. But have you noticed they are upping the stupidity lately, the environmental protesters? Did you see what happened at the Coco Golf's U.S. Open, the semifinal match? They had to actually stop the match. You know why they had to stop the match? Because environmental protesters were there and one of these uh, protesters actually glued his feet to the concrete. That's what he did. He glued his feet to the concrete. So the uh, match had to be postponed for like 45 minutes and people were really mad. You know, they've got uh, shirts on, they look unwashed, and they've got these shirts on that say climate change and stop climate change. And yeah, people were mad. And and they should be mad. You know why? Because, you know, these climate change protesters that, that do this, I often wonder, what is your end game? Because you've got all of these people, you've got thousands of people that are there to see this um, U.S. Open semifinal match. This is uh, tennis, I guess. And, and so everybody is really into the game. Everybody's really into the match. And it had to be postponed 45 minutes because this guy glued his feet to the concrete inside of the Arthur Ashe Stadium where they, where they do the U.S. Open. And I guess part of my question would be, Are you trying to convince people to come to your side? Or are you trying to repel people? Because to me, you you know what I wanted to do? When when I saw what they did at the Coco Golf U.S. Open, where they, 
you know, have to postpone or delay the the match for 45 minutes because this jackhole uh, concreted his feet onto the uh, is, is glued his feet onto the concrete. You know, it makes me want to go get a steak. It makes me want to litter. It makes me want to go buy a, a, a gas guzzling SUV. You know what I mean? Because when people behave like that. I want to do just the opposite just because they're idiots. And, and, and part of what I, I found fascinating is that they're upping the stupidity. You know, I saw a, an article. I think it was in Variety Fair, but I'm not sure. Uh, Vanity Fair. And, and it was like the, the premise of the article was that these climate change environmental protesters, they're upping the ante. And I immediately said, well, they're upping the stupidity. That's what they're doing. Even the Atlantic. Now, the Atlantic is very lefty. I mean, very, very, very lefty. You know what they say? They say the climate art vandals are embarrassing. Now, I know that you've probably seen the stories where you have these these crazed, definitely need to shower art vandals and, and people that do this kind of thing. Where they they walk into an art gallery and they throw like tomato soup or pea soup onto a Van Gogh painting. That's what happened in London. They were wearing shirts that said just stop oil. They walk in and then they pour tomato soup across one of Vincent Van Gogh's famous paintings. They turned around and they glued their hands to the wall. And so you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, so if I'm the guy who has to uh, come to the rescue of these these morons who are gluing their hands to the wall. I'm going to make it as painful as possible to try to get them, you know, to to separate from the wall, whatever, whatever chemical peel has to be used. I want it to hurt just a little bit. Because these people, they need to be taught a lesson. And I do understand freedom of speech and all that. I, I, I totally understand that. But this kind of protest is just dumb. One of the activists asking, are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people? But you see, this is the kind of lunacy that the left and the progressives... This is the kind of thing that they foster. This is the reaction to the insanity of the progressives. And now it's happening again and again and again. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price 
you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. A few weekends ago, a couple of activists associated with another organization, a German climate activist group, splattered mashed potatoes across a Monet painting of haystacks on display in the Museum Barberini in um, Germany. And again, they glued their hands to the wall. Then in The Hague, another pair of Just Stop Oil protesters Mixed it up. One activist appeared to glue his own head to Vermeer's Girl with a Pearl earring painting. And the other poured tomato soup over him. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so dumb. I'm going to read that over again just so that you can just soak in on the stupidity. This happened in The Hague. Another pair of Just Stop Oil protesters decided to mix it up. One activist appeared to glue his own head to a painting and the other poured tomato soup over him. So, yeah, I understand why the Atlantic says that this is embarrassing. It's like, are you doing this for shock? I like I like what they say. Climate activism has entered its shock or is it schlock? era they say set aside the somewhat sociopathic logic for a moment there's something poignant and undeniably resonant about the first two incidents in particular in which activists raised in the 21st century attacked some of the most famous cultural heritage of the 19th century None of this makes any sense. And, and, and ultimately, the point is, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to upset you? Are they trying to cultivate outrage? There was a story. Oh, I wish I could find the audio. There was a story that I covered. I think it was last week. It was in Washington, D.C. And you had some of these, you know, again, climate activists. And they they got out of their car and they laid down on a road in the middle of Washington, D.C. And then all of these people come upon these protesters in the middle of the road as they're sitting in the middle of the road. And these people are really angry. The ones that can't get to work, the ones that can't get home, the ones that can't get to school. And no, you don't want to say. Well, just run them over. I realize it's very satisfying to think about, but you don't want to do that. I mean, obviously, and I would never advocate or encourage for that to happen. But the point is, people get really angry 
when their day is hijacked by a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, or in this case in Washington, D.C., maybe five or six uh, of these folks that were just really dumb. And so all of these people get out of their cars and they start screaming at these people to get out of the road and they wouldn't. And finally, the police had to come and, you know, get them out of there, but not before the drivers who are now going to be late for work, school and home and their kids and their loved ones. They got out of, out of their car. They're yelling at them and they're grabbing their signs and they're throwing their signs away and, you know, stopping just short of violence. You think, yeah, they deserve everything that they get. Because that is so narcissistic and irrational to think that these drivers are the problem with the climate. And by the way, how is this for dumb? Is that they're laying in the middle of the road. All these people get out of their cars and are yelling at them to get out of the road. Their cars are idling. So you've got all of that exhaust that is, you know, going out into the atmosphere and, and probably destroying Mother Earth. Causing the holes in the ozone layer, all of that. So it's irrational. There was one. There, there was one. Oh, where is it? One of these idiots used concrete. This was, I forget what city this was in. But they used concrete to secure themselves to the road. Now, again, apparently this dude doesn't know that concrete is considered to be one of the biggest producers of carbon dioxide around. So he concretes himself to the road. He's actually hurting the environment when he does that. Do you see how these people just lack all. Lack all rational thinking. And I'm looking at some of these videos and, of course, you know, they're they're using smartphones to record these videos. And I'm sitting here wondering if these climate protesters understand that their smartphones that they're using to record their protests are emitting the dreaded CO2. Or that some of the materials for the compounds inside that smartphone were procured through slave labor. And are actually made of toxic chemicals that make them impossible to dispose of in an environmentally friendly way. I don't see them throwing away their phones or not buying those phones. Same thing with the, their precious laptop computers as they sit in their coffee shops. Oh, and these paper coffee cups that are all the rage in the progressive world that they like to use instead of plastic. Research now shows that those paper coffee cups, they're not nearly as good for the environment as initially thought because they have toxins that can impact the environment. That's one of the stories this week. You want to talk about the electric vehicles? Sure. Let's talk about the electric vehicles. The lithium used in the batteries of their beloved electric vehicles has a major impact on the environment. The mining to get the lithium is a big issue. And these batteries take forever to decompose. 100 years or more. And as they erode, they emit more and more toxin byproduct into the environment. 
What about the wind turbines that they're always talking about? We can talk about the wind turbines rotting in landfills. They rot in these landfills, and if the landfills are not properly maintained, they can impact the nearby rivers and streams and groundwater. Speaking of which, no doubt listeners to our stations in Texas understand this uh, problem, including WBAP in Dallas, about the frequent threats of power outages. In Texas, they've invested massive amounts of money on these wind turbines, but on the hottest of days, the wind isn't blowing. So the turbines are useless. And that's part of the news cycle this week. And this says it all about the reliability of solar and wind, which is something Democrats in these climate nut jobs, they don't understand. Is that the reliability of solar and wind isn't so reliable. If it's not that windy, then they're not going to get the power that they need to get those turbines going. I mean, I could go for an hour on this, but I'm out of time. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number. 866-907-3339. Dan Mandis here. This is Red Eye Radio. When it comes to the nation's topsoil moisture condition ratings for the period ending September 3rd, USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey notes. We actually saw net drying in the nation's agricultural areas. Topsoil moisture in those areas now rated 58%. Very short to short, that is a large six-point increase from the previous week's 52%. In terms of topsoil moisture surplus, only 2% of the country, that is actually down a point from the previous week. Hurricane Adelia did produce topsoil moisture improvement in the southeast, while flooding in the west from the remnants of Hillary increased topsoil moisture. Those areas and lingering wetness in the northeast were not enough, though, to offset dryness in key ag areas like the plains and Midwest, as well as in the Pacific Northwest. Also, in the western Corn Belt, we have some chronic dryness there. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll-free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio, 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. want to say hello to, and you guys might have to help me out in the studio. Uh, nope, here we go. Eliciana is on Red Eye Radio from South Carolina. Hey, Eliciana, how are you? Good morning. Thank you so, so very much for taking my call. I just want to say I listen to all the conservative program there on 95 and especially your pro- your program with the other two guys. Mm-hmm. I love them. Yes. I want to make a statement. I moved from a total blue state, you know, to South Carolina because I was a Republican. And first, when I was in, in the blue state, I was an independent. And when I came here, I turned totally to Republican. My statement, like I was telling um, the host, is I'm making a statement because I heard a black woman like myself i'm black and i'm also hispanic background i she said that most black women or and i find here in south carolina most women even black or white 
they go towards the Democrat because I've have I have had argument and confrontation because of that. But I'm just saying the reason that black and um, that black and um, Hispanic people are moving over to love President Trump is because they don't want what happened to Venezuela or Cuba. That's why um, 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 Governor DeSantis' state turned total red because the the Hispanic came out 20% for him because they are afraid of what happened to Venezuela and Cuba. And I wanted to make before I call into another station that comes after that comes after you too. I wanted to make that statement why you know the Hispanic because the the black and conservative woman said that more Hispanics are coming more for Trump. The reason they're coming for President Trump is because that. And another thing, a lot of Hispanic like business and they working class minority. Another thing is that, and they're you know they're Christian. A lot of us you know we are against abortion because I'm a born again Christian, and that's why I I I chose the Bible. Whatever God don't like, I don't like. And the Democrat has gone crazy. They're totally crazy. Well, let me ask you, uh, Eliciana, let me ask you very quickly. Do you still um, have connections with, uh, you know, your former DJ? You said you were a Democrat. You used to be, right? So uh, do you you still keep in touch with your old Democrat friends? Oh, yes. I'm very outspoken. I, I fought a lot where I was in for, for, you know, I was like a, a, a lobbyist. So I fought a lot when I was in Massachusetts. Well, I let me, well, let me well, Eliciano, if I, if I may, just very quickly, because I'm running out of time. But um, when yes. you ask them, how can you defend the policies of, of Joe Biden? I would be very curious to hear. Uh, hey, guys, let's put Eliciano on hold. I want to hear from Eliciana. What do her Democrat friends say to defend the policies of Joe Biden? From the Uniden America Studios. Now for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, here is Dan Mandis. 86690 Red Eye is the phone number, 86690 I was uh, speaking to Alicia, who um, lives in South Carolina, but in a previous state, she was a Democrat and she still has some Democrat friends. She moved to South Carolina, became a Republican. And what I wanted to know from Alicia is when you dialogue with your Democrat friends, and I'd be curious to know, show's almost over, but if you want to call in uh, 866-90-RED-EYE, if you have Democrat friends, how do they how do they justify their vote for Biden when there's so many things going wrong in uh, America? Do they understand that they shanked their vote? Now, Alicia, uh, for you, when you dialogue with your friends, what do they um what do they say? I mean, do they I mean, are they apologetic? I, you know, I try to No, I try to educate them. That's what is lacking in the um Republican. You need to educate people because number one, like I told you, I'm born again Christian, right? 
So I hit my Christian friends then. I hit them with, how can you um, vote for a person that's going to, um, um, with the abortion issue, you know, uh, a woman carry a baby for nine months, and then when the baby is born, you kill it. You understand me? These, even in the Christian, even up here in South Carolina, I have had, you know, issue because I am, I am a fighter. If you, can't, if you don't stand for something, you'll stand for anything. So education is really vital in the Republican Party. You've got to educate the people. Just like, you know, a lot of the black men, they're coming over because they're being educated. Because other black men that became Republican start to tell them why they're standing for the Republican Party. That's why education is so vital. You see, when I was in Massachusetts, the, the Democrat Party, they used to go on the, the, um, the children's station, the BP, PBS, and they educate the black people about bringing back slavery. I tell you, you know, in the Bible, in Philippians 3, says, forget those things that are behind us and move forward for the things that are ahead. I'm fighting for my grandchildren. I'm a great-grandmother, even though you hear my voice is young. I'm, I'm fighting for the next generation. And that's what we need to fight, because if we don't fight and stand up for the next generation, we're not going to have a country at all. I love America. I am an American citizen. I wasn't born here, but I love America. And that's why I am behind President Trump. And if he doesn't um, go, I'm behind President um, Ron DeSantis. I'm, I'm for the justice. I'm for justice. If you don't stand for something, you'll stand for anything. And if the, the Democratic Party are for all of the garbage, no value, no value. At least we have to look at the next generation. And I and you know what? I'm right there with you. I I, I lost something. Thank you. Uh, Hold on. Hey, Eliciana, where where were you born? Where were you born? I was born. I was born in Costa Rica. Okay. And so I came here when I was nine years old and I worked when I was 30. I worked when I was 13 years old and became a nurse. No one gave me a a spoon, a golden spoon, like you all would say. I worked for it. I educated myself. When I came here at nine years old, I couldn't even speak English, okay? I'm very proud of America and what America has done for me to be so independent. I, I, I have my home. You understand me? I got sick a couple of years ago, and that's why I'm not working. But if I could work, I would have worked. Um, I would work till I'm, I'm 90 years old because I have a nursing degree. You understand well, me? Well, Eli- Eliciana, thank you, you so much for thank you, you so much you, for listening to me. Thank ab- you so much. Ab- absolutely, well, I, I appreciate the call, Eliciana. Um, she epitomizes the American dream, doesn't she? I mean, I'm very proud that she called, you know, a radio show that I'm I'm filling in for, but a, a radio show that I was hosting and, and told her story because her story is the epitome of the American dream. She comes here when she's nine and she, she works hard. She puts herself through nursing school. She wants to work. She wants to learn the language. She wants to, you know, become educated and she wants to live the American dream. And I don't know if you heard what she said. She said, she's proud of America. She's proud to be an American. And I think one of the reasons that I get so frustrated with the Democrats is because oftentimes they're not proud to be Americans. And let me tell you something. You want a good uh, you want a good slap in the face of reality. 
go someplace else that's not America. You know, you go to a place like El Salvador, you go to a place like Honduras, you go to a place like uh, to a lesser extent, but Mexico. And you you see what the people are going through in those countries. You look and see what's going on in in places like Afghanistan and Iran. I mean, look at uh, Russia and that that basketball player whose name I keep trying to forget when when she was held in Russia. You talk about a woman who, you know, born here in America, refused to stand for the national anthem, uh, wanted to stay in the locker room. Brittany Griner. Just hates America. And then she goes off to Russia and she did what she allegedly did and gets thrown in jail. And now her attitude is quite different now. as She said, well, yeah, you know, the. The national anthem, it uh, lands a little differently these days. And so that's my point. I wish more Americans had the passion and the love for America like Alicia does. Now, I think most conservatives, if not all conservatives, do have the love for America that Alicia does. But Democrats, not so much. Mark is in Anchorage, Alaska on Red Eye Radio. Mark, thanks for calling in. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Mr. Mandis, earlier you mentioned an incident, if I understood correctly, in which some climate change activists actually glued themselves, glued their hands to the wall of a art gallery or a museum. Do I have that correct? Yeah, well, there's actually been several episodes where... They glued their hands to the wall. One person glued their uh, head to a painting. Uh, they're gluing themselves or using concrete to fasten themselves, if you will, to the street. I mean, they're doing all, all of this ridiculous stuff. And I, I, it's just they're, they're not helping their their cause any. These climate change activists. Well, actually, they provide a genuine opportunity on how to handle this type of situa- situation. Just leave them there. Just let them glue their hands to the wall and leave them there. And don't let any of their friends come in and set them free. In a day or two, they're going to be very hungry, thirsty, tired, and they're going to have to extract themselves from the situation that they put themselves into. You know what? I I wonder, too, Mark. I mean, you're right. They would be hungry. They'd be thirsty. They'd be tired. At some point, they've got to go to the bathroom. Right. I mean, they're going to have to take care of that situation any way they uh, they can come up with. But, uh, you know, I think um, I don't I don't believe if if indeed you left them there and to deal with it the best they can, that they're going to repeat that type of activity. And I think it would be a lesson to all concerned that uh, they ought to think twice about their ridiculous behavior. And I think this is an opportunity to uh, teach them a lesson. And, and, and Mark, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, I appreciate it. See, here, here's the problem that we have in America. You ready? The problem that we have in America is that we have roughly half of our population, the Democrats, who celebrate this kind of idiocy. That's the insane part. 
is they celebrate this kind of behavior. You want to go destroy a priceless painting by throwing tomato soup on it and and gluing yourself to the painting or gluing your head to the painting? Go ahead. We'll praise you. We'll put you up as some sort of a, you know, some sort of a climate change hero. And it's absurd. You've got, I was mentioning previous, you've got all these people in in Washington, D.C. who basically laid down on the road and they wouldn't allow people to pass. Meaning that all those folks were going to be late for work, late for school, shopping, their kids, their husband, their wives, whatever. And half, roughly half of the population believes that that is appropriate behavior and that is heroic behavior. And so I'm with Mike out there in uh, Anchorage. You know what? If this is what you want to do, then knock yourselves out. We're just going to leave. Can you imagine? I, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see a knucklehead, one of these, you know, climate change activists. I would love to see them glue their head to a painting like they did. And then let's go ahead and put up like a like a a twenty four seven camera, and just film that person or like live stream that person to see how long they can actually stand being glued to a painting, while they become hungry, they have to go to the bathroom, they become tired, and on it goes. Just have a live stream of them twenty four seven with their idiotic, moronic, empty head glued to a priceless painting. You see, because these people need to be mocked and these people need to be scorned. Because the sane part of society at some point, friends, the sane part of society. Needs to stand up. And say, not only is that behavior wrong, but it's also idiotic and you look like fools. You know, in their little progressive circle. They may be considered heroes and, you know, they'll they'll have lawyers that will bail them out and, you know, maybe pay the money to get the the glue scraped off their forehead. But they need to be mocked and shamed and arrested and thrown in jail. That's what needs to happen instead of celebrated, which is what happens on the left. 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Dan Mendes here. This is Red Eye Radio. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. By the way, I've had a lot of fun filling in this week for Gary and Eric. They return uh, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, is when they're going to be back, refreshed and ready to go. You can find out more about me on the uh, Dan Mandis Show Facebook page. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, TikTok as well, although I'm not proud of that. Uh, RedEyeRadioShow.com, if you missed any part of this week, any segment, whatever. We've got the full broadcast there at the uh, website, redeyeradioshow.com. You can listen to my show. I host a morning show in Nashville, Tennessee on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. 
And uh, you can find out more about uh, that broadcast at 997wtn.com. And that show goes from 6 to 10 Eastern. It's going to start here in about another 10 to 12 minutes. There's a number of things that I didn't even uh, get to today. The, a lot of headlines that are out there that um, no doubt you'll be hearing uh, more about as the uh, day progresses heading into the weekend. There is what can only be described as a puff piece from Corinne Jean-Pierre, and it is in Vogue now, uh, Vogue magazine. And it, I, I read some of this. I mean, maybe it's just my own morbid curiosity, but I read it and it, it, it truly is out of like North Korea and Kim Jong-un. That, that's what it, it reminds me of. Now, Vogue is, you know, famous for, you know, their profiles of, you know, very um, left leaning women. Let's just leave it at that. And, and this uh, most certainly will not disappoint. And uh, so if you want to you know, just have a laugh, you can go check that out. Uh, On my local show here in Nashville, Tennessee, I always talk about uh, the the truth in memes, because when you look at memes, the the average meme, you know, one, they're funny, but also oftentimes they really do speak the truth. One of my favorites I've already seen this morning. It's a meme. It's a it's a, a drawing, if you will, of two cities. It's like the tale of two cities is what it is. And on the left side of the meme, it says what Democrats want their cities to look like. And there's trees everywhere. And they've got a, a big, it's like a high-rise apartment complex, but it's made of plants and trees. And it's just, it's very beautiful with plant life everywhere. That is most certainly what Democrats want their cities to look like. On the right side of the meme, what Democrat cities actually look like. It's a tent city. It's a tent city full of feces and urine and homeless people and hypodermic needles and trash all over the place. As I said, I mean, that is absolutely spot on. I'll try and post that on the Dan Mandy Show Facebook page, as a matter of fact. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time right here on Red Eye Radio. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.